The race to 5G is on, and the battle for talent is getting fierce. Welcome to 5G Talent Talk with Carrie Charles, a podcast dedicated to helping you face the future workforce head on. Navigate this challenging talent landscape with innovative strategies to attract, retain, and engage people in this new world of work. Only here on 5G Talent Talk with Carrie Charles, CEO of Broadstaff Talent Solutions. Thanks for joining me today on 5G Talent Talk. I am Carrie Charles, your host, and we have a phenomenal episode for you today. It is about a topic that I don't even think you can you can have a conversation today without hearing about AI. And today I have with me AJ Malik. He is the Chief Executive Officer of Seco Mind. And we are going to learn so much today about AI and how we can use it in our lives. And we have something special to share with you at the end. So AJ, thank you for being here today. I'm so excited. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be here. Very nice. So please tell tell me more about your company, SecoMind. And it's spelled S-E-C-O-M-I-N-D. And it's dot AI, right? Yes, it There is. you go. Well, tell me all about it. All right. Let me just first uh, start about me. Okay. So I'm a complete geek, 100%. <laughs> okay. I just love it. I am... I am most happy when I am near my laptop within few feet. Okay, <laughs> it is that's how. <laughs> I, okay, and uh, I am old, so I have been working in this field for a long time. Uh, I have been working for over thirty years now. I have worked for companies like Motorola, Google, Cisco, and uh, I have been in the space building things, doing things, and uh, I am in my third startup now. Uh, this is Secomine, which is an AI company. And all we do here is AI. We have been doing it for five years and it has been an amazing journey. So, and tell me more about when you say, we. what do you do for people? Like who are your customers and what types of services do you provide to them? Yes. So AI, as you said earlier also, right? AI can be used for everything, okay? And so for my company, what we do it is for businesses, they can use AI for the three areas that matter to them. One is the products they are building. They can make their products better or they can have new revenue streams or add some cool AI things in their products, okay? For example, you know, you make a website or a cloud or a printer, okay? But now imagine you could talk to the printer, hey, how do I do this? And printer telling you. And printer, you can troubleshoot it without even knowing how to use click here, click there. You know, we have all learned, you know, thanks to Windows, thanks to... Netscape browser, but we have become like, we know where to click. We have learned how to click and use products, but that is a unnatural interface. The natural interface is conversation or looking at things. You know, you look at somebody, you know, like my wife looks at me and I know what to do, right? You don't even have to like tell or click anyway, okay? And this is how it is. And similarly, like the customer support, you know, businesses need customer support and provide a personalized, and no wait time, a smart, no attitude, customer support and get the things done. And you know what? This is good for both sides, even the customer support, you know, agent assistance, like the customer support agent is like in a call and somebody is saying, hey, how do I do this? And just imagine there was a AI transcription going on and it is just telling the agent, oh, you can do this. You can do this. This is how you help the customer. 
and you know what the agent can help without even becoming knowing everything so every agent can become a superhero right or or in their workflows like processes how to do their test plans better how to do their manufacturing better how to do their reading contracts documents better okay uh, okay so this is the idea that you can do ai for their businesses for their products for their customer support or their internal workflows that's all we do and this is how we help companies in either area so and, and you may have already answered this but i'm just curious how how you see AI helping the telecom industry specifically, operators, vendors, and users. Yes, it's <clears throat> for the telecom industry, and these are the and AI has benefit for all of them. Okay, so look at it. When I am at home and I am using a modem, right? I am using a network modem, right, from Xfinity. Okay, so the Xfinity modem can provide a personalized service. My son is just downloading some files or games and I'm having this podcast. This podcast is important, right? What if the AI could decide what is important? So that is the use of the AI running inside that modem and deciding in real time that, hey, this should be given more priority versus that or things like that, okay? Or if I am like, or for a, like I'm a geek, so I know more than a lot of things in config troubleshooting or solving problems, but not everybody does, right? Like my elder brother, he's a radiologist. He's a very good doctor, but he doesn't know how to configure Wi-Fi, right? So for him to be able to just talk to the modem, hey, my device is not connecting, what do I do? Just imagine and the device can help you. That's where the value of AI is for the end user troubleshooting or getting you the right experience or even hey there is a cyber attack going on in your home your uh, the camera which you had put ring suddenly it is sending a lot of data outside it should not be doing that it's an unusual pattern things like that or ai when it comes to the operator just imagine an operator right like verizon or a even maybe a at&t or a smaller operator right tier two tier three operator they are looking at things at a larger picture they can see what's happening with the all community in this area they could see the pattern they could see that hey the bandwidth is increasing or this community uses more network on sundays maybe they watch more games or something so we need to have higher bandwidth available for them so they can do predict and provide a preemptively better capacity better experience so operator can do a lot of things just by having that intelligence or visibility or ability to predict. What AI brings to table is not just what you see. AI brings to table is predicting. Mm. So AI tells you, like, it's not that, hey, oh, a lot of people are using the network right now. That's okay, not as important. But just imagine if AI told you next Sunday or even three Sundays from now, there will be even a lot more people using it based on the patterns. So you need to improve your capacity. So you could take an action preemptively. You could take an action to provide better experience before. Or this is just one side. Or this is a problem, something like this. Uh, there is a uh, predictive uh, maintenance piece. So suppose you have switches and routers and devices in the network. And a router is there is a, some kind of a, it is becoming slow. It's becoming a little bit slow, not human slow, like like three microseconds. 
20 microsecond and it is becoming slow over a period of time. That pattern, which is not visible to human eye, which is not even visible to a simple software, AI will detect that, yes, there is a pattern here and this is going on. And this can help the operator to solve the problem before the problem becomes worse. And that is the beauty for operators. And let me just speak for one more minute. <laughs> this is for the vendors and vendors who are making products, who are selling to the operators or carriers. They can implement those cool AI features in their products so that the products become better and more useful for end users or the operator. Wow. So everybody I talk to is just obsessed with chat GPT, including me. So how does chat GPT fit into this picture? And other yeah. platforms too. And, and so much drama going on around open yeah. AI. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I know, right. <clears throat> Chat GPT, okay. So, so let's just tell you a couple things, right? So open AI. Open AI was a open source model for understanding language. Okay, so when you say, how is the weather? A simple question. But the other person immediately understands you are asking, how is the weather? Right? Computers never understood this. So we were working on natural language processing models, RASA, and many other techniques over the years. They were still not good. They sucked. Okay. They were, we never got good quality. But then when the open AI went started working on it, creating these large language models, and now you have large language models from tons of companies, whether it's Claude, Llama, Falcon, so many language models out there. OpenAI has their own language model, but the purpose was to understand the intent so that it can understand what are you saying? What are you asking? Okay, that is one part of the story. And the second part of the story is providing an answer based on that. What ChatGPT did was they took that model, the OpenAI model, how to understand the language. And then they fed the world's knowledge so that it can create an answer and give to you. So chat GPT became like a, the way I see it is at least is a, like a seven year old child with the world knowledge. So it has all the knowledge. So you have to ask differently. You have to ask, assuming that's a seven year old child. So if you rush or if you don't prompt or don't give the proper information, answer may not be perfect, but you, there is a perfect answer written. The child has the knowledge, get the information. That's how the chat GPT is. But chat GPT is providing that AI, that venue of AI to every user, consumers. Okay. It's working on the world data, but chat GPT is only one aspect of AI. The AI has multiple things. The full spectrum of AI has the prediction, the data analysis, the looking at other things. It's beyond the conversation, beyond the world knowledge, right? So it's about like, hey, this is my device. This is the behavior. And that part of AI is the one which operators and users will use in the 5G world or in the carrier world or telecom world. ChatGPT is just bringing one thing. I think ChatGPT has been the biggest marketing agent for everybody to understand they need AI and AI is useful. Right, right. I would agree with that. So what are some common fears that you hear among business leaders regarding AI? Oh, the number one fear is privacy and ethics. Okay. They worry that their data will get stolen or their data will get leaked. And you know what? It might <laughs> because the data leak is not happening because of AI. You are putting all your data on a website. 
right? Whether it's an open AI website or chat GPT or anybody's website, when you put all your data out there, there is a chance your data may go out in the wrong hands or get leaked, not necessarily by bad intentions, by mistakes, right? Um, right? It doesn't have to be a hacker. It can be just a genuine mistake. It could be just a software bug which does it, right? That is their number one fear that when the people start using AI. But that is just because the chat GPT is a consumer platform. It's not a business platform. What you need is a your own chat GPT kind of AI engine running in your business so that the data is not going out. That is the thing. That's what my company does also, SecoMind. We are, our focus is to provide an AI engine for the enterprise, which you run inside your private network so that the data is not going out. But th that is the number one fear. Second fear is not the leaders, leaders, but people have this fear and which comes in the way of leaders because people think, oh, AI will eliminate me. And the moment people think AI will eliminate me, they are not really helping their leader to do the right things. You know, like, hey, you can do customer support better. You can do a lot of things better. Then the customer support person is, dang, I lose my job, right? So they are like not naturally inclined to help their leader. So somewhere leaders have to figure out how to make AI as a friend of them and all their employees and the people. And AI is a friend. AI is, as I said, is a seven-year-old child with world knowledge, use it. So your customer support can do better. Agent assist, you know, that's a perfect, we have an app like that. That's a perfect example, like how to help the existing customer support agent. Don't worry about like removing them. Think about how to help them and make their life better. They can do more. So now you can have more customer support agents do better customer support rather than and less customer who are struggling to find information provide better support. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And same thing is like, so th their fear is AI is privacy ethics that can be solved by deploying AI differently. Then the second fear is like, oh, AI doesn't do everything. Of course, AI doesn't do everything. That's why, and you don't want AI to do everything. You want AI to do all the stuff that is boring, all the stuff that it can be automated, that should not, because there is a chance of making mistake if you keep uh, doing manually, you will do mistakes. If I do same thing 20 times a day and every day of my life, I will make errors, okay? Like look at the person, we, we work with a company, what they do is they use AI, they were not using AI, so they make floor tiles. And there are people who are actually checking manually, inspecting with their eyes to flow tiles. They are good. And they are making, they make $60 million worth of tiles every year. That's a lot of tiles to visually inspect and figure out if they're, and just imagine if you put a camera AI, which is detecting and saying, yeah, this tile is passed. This tile is passed. That's it. Because this way human cannot, and human can be only when the AI says, I'm not so sure if this tile is good. And then the human looks at it. And that's the benefit of AI to do this. And the other biggest fear the leaders have. So one first fear, as I said, is about privacy ethics. Second fear is between their success is from their people coming indirectly that it will eliminate us. So they have to do something about it. And the third fear people have with the AI is that if this AI will take control of us, something it will do something so that's almost like, you know, how many times we have used Microsoft Word and we spent the document, wrote the document and the Microsoft Word crashed and the whole, we had to do the work again or the PowerPoint crashed, we had to do the work again. Software bugs, those will always happen. 
and somebody AI can do something wrong, it's not because AI is doing something wrong. It's because we have a bug or we have malprogrammed it. We have done something wrong. And we have to have a good process or good structure, good explainability, like with the AI, right? Like if I'm using AI to reject a loan or mortgage application, I should be able to explain why AI decided that. That process reasoning implement the process structure in place and they will be fine. Hmm. So let's talk a little bit more about like the business security risks. How can leaders protect their companies, their customers, and their employees. I know this is a much bigger conversation, but maybe you can just touch on it a bit. Yes, understand. Understand. So, as I said, first thing is private cloud, private enterprise on premise deployments. Okay. That way you have the most control on your data. Okay. Because then at least you know who has had the custody or who had access to the data. If I have, then you know these 20 people had access to the data. When you put the data in cloud with somebody else and another company using it, there is a little bit of a risk there. And that risk is we don't know. It's like this. I give you an example. Suppose you have a, you are saying your call center will be handled by somebody in India or Philippines or somewhere else. Okay. Then the person there is actually looking at your account and looking at all your information to help you to provide the assistance. Now that information is there. So the information from your personal account is now somewhere being opened on some screen in far remote from here. Now, if somebody takes a screenshot of that or somebody memorizes that data, then they have that data, right? Then they have your credit card number, your PIN code, your a lot of information, right? That's the key. So for security, the best thing is have a structure in place where you know who has access to your data and ability to control that access, right? And I, I really believe AI is actually a helper for that because this way you do everything within your business and you have an AI assistant running through the data rather than a human. So all data is a lot more controlled actually. But think private cloud installation, think on-premise installations, things in your own accounts with the large companies like AWS or Azure so that you or Google so that you trust where your data is. You have to have that process in place. I think companies will be fine with that, having good access control policy around your data. So we're at all different stages with AI as business leaders. And you know, some are, I hear, you know, taking courses and they've implemented in their companies and and you know, and some really don't know anything about it. So let's look at where do we start? So I let's say I'm just hearing about this and I'm like, okay, I gotta, I gotta jump on this, this bandwagon here and I gotta get started. Where do I start with AI? Very, very, very good question. You know what? And people have this AI can be overwhelming. And they and people are thinking, sometimes people start like thinking that, oh, it's a magic pill, it will solve all the problem. Or sometimes they start from the thought process that. I want to succeed. You know, there is a fear, right? You don't want to start a project and then fail. And you don't know. And you know what? It can be a very expensive journey, right? Because you need to hire data scientists. You hire to have software engineers. You need to have a lot of people to do the work, right? I think the best thing to do is first have an internal meeting uh, within the team, if you can. Where are the opportunities? Have a little bit internal discovery session. 
what should we do? Should we even look at it? People are talking so much. So what can we do? Okay. That is one thing. Or hire a company or hire a consultant, talk to them. Hey, we are thinking, let's have some initial discovery call. What all can be done? Okay. In our business, in, in my business, you know, right? Like, you know, right? Like we are like, do, you are, we are doing podcasts. So in podcast world, hey, where can AI help for specifically? Hey, it can help in improving the sound quality. Hey, it can improve in the image quality. Can it improve the transcription? Can it improve the editing, auto editing? What all can it do? So whatever business it is, just think about the discovery first. Then I, my personal recommendation always is never start big. Start small. Pick a small project. Think of it as a proof of concept to bring the value, to prove it. Start small and have something which can be finished in few months of time frame. Don't try a project which will take one year to complete. Bad idea. Okay. Start something which you can finish in short time frame. And then you can see, oh, this is how it is helping. Or you will learn how it did not help. Uh, right. And I, I know it will help. <laughs> but it, it help use that. And once you have seen that it is helping you, then you take that. And then you grow and build. You know, in Google, we, there was a philosophy. Think big, start small, scale fast. Mm. That's a very good philosophy. Big, you know, but don't start big. If you start big, chances of failure are higher. Okay, start small, be successful, pick a small project and they are successful. Start for something for troubleshooting, start for a support bot, start for something that you can add. But always make sure whatever decision you make, do not pick a point application. Think architecture, think big. Make sure there is a platform because AI will not be for just one department. AI will not be just for one use case. You should think in a way so that you will be able to scale and apply AI and build AI for multiple departments, multiple use cases. So like there are a lot of point applications like, oh, I can do this. This is an AI company and this AI, this bot can do this. No, think how it will be. Is there a scalable platform approach? Is there something where you can do 10, 20? Because AI will be in every aspect of your business. Maybe not today, maybe in three months, maybe in three years, but think, think big. And make sure there is a scalable architecture, but start very small. Mm. Great advice. Great advice. So get out your crystal ball and tell us what will we see in AI in the next like five years? Oh, general intelligence will be really, it, it will be there. It, it will be there. It will be the creativity and the thought process will be there. Like the chat GPT you have today, Think ChatGPT 5.0. Yeah, really. It will so will the, will the seven-year-old become a 43-year-old? What it will do is the seven-year-old will become better than seven-year-old, much better. The biggest thing that seven-year-old is lacking right now, it is the, the information, curation, the fake news, a lot of things are getting mixed and it will be able to distinguish and separate them that this is real, this is not real. Right now, when the seven-year-old says everything, it says with full confidence, everything is correct, okay? It will be able to distinguish between those two things, that what is real, what is not real, because everything has two sides, okay? And that's what is the interesting part. But the biggest thing that will happen beyond the general intelligence, because right now, the, the seven-year-old cannot do so many things, okay? So in the it has world knowledge, but it is not able to apply the world knowledge completely it cannot tell based on the knowledge 
that hey based on this news what all is happening what is the next possible event okay it cannot tell that it will be able to it will be able to able to predict with much more certainty and that will change how we do things and the but second biggest thing i see and i think that will happen within next 5 years also is connecting brain to the ai i really believe that it's coming it's coming and it will take the world with surprise uh, last year, last year i think i saw this demo where this person completely paralyzed was able to type without having just from the brain okay and uh, i think it's coming i think our brain thoughts our what we are thinking and uh, like you know now how we have learned how to talk better with the chat gpt so that we can get the right answer we have all we are all learning how to talk to that 7 year old to get the answers we want then we will be able to how to think so that we can project our thoughts in a different way and then we don't need to even use the mouth and the thoughts will go further i think it's coming i really believe i hope so at least <laughs> it sounds like i'm going to be a lot smarter so i like that <laughs> <laughs> it will be fun for us it is i think ai is ai is you know people don't like to say that but ai is the best assistant and i think the world will accept it world will adopt it i personally believe like you know i have always believed that everybody should have access to internet everybody should have have a cell phone okay everybody in the world should have it because so that they all can otherwise they are deprived really deprived it's i i understand food first but there are these are also the basic necessities for them i actually also think ai should be accessible that ai assistant everybody needs to have it so that everybody can have a better life ai will do that yes i'm excited I, I can't wait um and i do think that we need to educate ourselves and our teams as leaders and i know that you have a uh, a link for an educational session that you can you're going to give to our audience and i um would you like to first of all give the link to your website because i think that's important sure uh, our website is secomind.ai uh https colon slash slash secomind.ai s-e-c-o-m-i-n-d dot a-i okay there you go and then to get the link to the educational session which i suggest that everyone takes this no matter what level you are uh it would be secomind s-e-c-o mind m-i-n-d dot a-i forward slash 5G talent talk, right? We got our own special link here. <laughs> Definitely. And you know what? It's for everybody. And it's not, uh, I want to make sure that it's not a sales pitch talk or that education session. It's only because I really believe that. I honestly believe everybody needs to use AI or everybody needs to learn because the people who do not use AI, okay, that's my belief. It's not that the AI will replace people. People who do not use AI will get replaced by people who use AI. Ooh, wait, say that again. That's pretty powerful. Yes, people who do not use AI will get replaced by people who use AI. Okay. AI is not to replace people. It's the people, people versus people, people using AI versus people not using AI. And I want people to really take a time, 15 minutes, 30 minutes, talk to me, read, Google it, use ChatGPT, whatever, and ask, 
how do I use AI? How do I proceed further? How do I do things better using AI? How do I make my life better, career better? You will get advice and work on it. It's so critical for everyone. Mm. I couldn't agree more. AJ, thank you so much for this engaging, insightful conversation. I'm excited about AI and I'm going to take your uh, your course here. So I can't wait to do that. So thanks for coming on the show. Thank you. Thank you so much. Very All right, nice. you take care. Thank you for listening to another informative episode of 5G Talent Talk brought to you by RCR Wireless News, Telecom Careers, and Broadstaff Talent Solutions. As we advance into the future, we promise to bring you the resources you need to navigate this ever-changing landscape of 5G to help you attract, retain, and engage people in this new world of work. To access the show notes or leave a review, visit broadstaffglobal.com. Until next time.